Funny story, right? I was like halfway through doing my message. Oh, it's magnetic. Awesome. And oh, can you turn me down? This is really loud. Can I move? <laughs> this is really off-putting. Yo. Yeah, that's better. So I was halfway through doing my message. This isn't better. <laughs> and um, it was all on my iPhone in notes. And then somehow my finger just went, message deleted. I'm like, what? What? Just deleted the whole thing. And I'm like, oh, man, I don't remember if there was like a, a bin or whatever. I haven't deleted any notes ever. Went out and there was a bin to get it. But I reckon before, like years ago, there was never a bin. I was, I was sweating. I had it nearly all done too. I was about to call Josh, mate. Need to have a backup message. Get in here. We just got a uh, video to start off with. So we'll just watch that. This is a selective attention test. Notice it like that. I oh, stop it there. Did you catch all that? So I showed that to Pete before, and he's like, <laughs> counted 14. Noticed every different thing going on in the background. Don't show Pete videos. Yeah, I know. So that's just like attention. You know, you can only pay attention to so much what's around you, but sometimes you got to look around you. <laughs> all right. So I'll just start off with. Sometimes I hesitate to act on. Um, the word of God or what I hear from God sometimes. So King Saul, right? I'll just go straight into the message. I won't explain too much. King Saul in Samuel, 1 Samuel 19 verse 9. An evil spirit came over Samuel, uh, Saul as he was sitting in his house with a spear. Now, I don't know any king that um, sits in a house with a spear because, you know, he has guards and stuff. No king should have to protect himself. You're going to be crazy, paranoid. You're going to have something wrong with yourself if you've got to protect yourself in those times. So people were telling him, you know, I can imagine people were telling him he's a bit whack, but his own son said to him, you, you know, you're delusional, like you, you're going after the wrong person. Like, So Jonathan, in 1 Samuel 19, verse 4, says he spoke... Sorry, sorry. Jonathan spoke well of David to Saul, his father. Let not the king do wrong to his servant David as he has not wronged you. And what he has done has benefited you greatly. 
I think sometimes we can misunderstand what God has planned for us and we can mistake our own actions and blame God instead. So, like one night, I don't know when it was, was ages ago, I was just eating and eating and I was like, yeah, it's good. I was feeling good at the time until it all started to come back up and I don't know if you've thrown up just because you've been eating too much, but it's not good. Throwing up isn't good in general, but, you know, you just... You put, the, you put it on yourself, you know, and I was feeling so, there's probably something in it, you know, some off food, I don't know, but I was like, why God, you know, why have you done this, like, stop, make it stop, really, it was all my fault, like, I'm asking God, like, why, but, it's, a, it's not a serious no, but you could, you see what I'm trying to translate, like, trying to put it into, like, we could say, oh God, like, why are my grades bad, or why do I keep getting speeding fines, or... <laughs> Why I'm always around these people, or why I do that, why I just join in and hurting these other people. You can say that, but you put yourself in that position, and really it's you that's got to take yourself out. So I'll just keep going. 1 Samuel 18, verse 7. As they danced, they sang, they sang, as they danced, they sang. Saul has slain thousands, Saul has slain his thousands, and David has slain his tens of thousands. So his pride got in his way, so this is all I'm talking about. He wanted to be liked more than pretty much everybody else by the sounds of it. Because in the story it's saying how like, why are they singing this? Why are they saying David's killed his thousands, tens of thousands, I've only killed thousands. So with that comes jealousy. And that's an, that's an ugly thing. And can do some bad stuff. Saul wasn't paying attention to like what was going on around him. God's working in David's life and really, like, uplifting him. And um, Saul tried to pin... Actually, it was, Saul tried to pin David to the wall with a spear. But David eluded like, it twice in 1 Samuel 18, verse 10. As I keep going, just follow along with me here. I'm just throwing scripture at you. 1 Samuel 18, verse 28. When Saul realised that the Lord was with David and that his daughter, Michael... <laughs> No one laughed? Okay. I thought that was funny. <laughs> Love David. Saul became even more afraid. So he was afraid of David, but he, yeah, he didn't really need to be afraid of him. I think when you get afraid, you need to seek God. I remember Timmy Kidney saying to me once, he's like, when I'm scared, I just I say, Jesus, Jesus. I'm like, okay. And then one night I was scared, and I did it, and I was just like, Phew. it was really loud. And I felt good, you know, I was just like, I don't know, there must have been something going on, but it, was, it, it helped. It helped. So thank you, Timmy. So you need to seek God when you're in fear and you need to put down that spear or, you know, whatever you've got in your hand. You need to put that down because you're just going to do damage to people around you. You might as well just be swinging at a pinata with your eyes shut. It's not going to work. Um, so when you let your feelings control your actions, God's no longer in control because the Lord is... The Lord is with you, and you're going to be all right, like as David was. Don't try and hurt or bring someone else down because they're doing a better job than you. And, like, I mean, it doesn't happen to me. No one does a better job than me, but <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. So, yeah, don't... When someone's doing a good job, you want to champion them. You want to encourage them, especially if it's in the work of God. You want to, you want to let them know. You want to uplift them, you know. Don't, don't bring them down. Like when, I, when I play games or football games or anything 
I just have this thing come over me. I just got to win. I got to win. Little cost. A really bad competitive thing. And I get anxious when there's games because I don't want to play because I want to win. And people get hurt sometimes, but it's all right because I usually win. It's not all right. <laughs> I, need, I need to ease up on my games. My white line fever, you know, it's now. So I'll just keep going with my story. As Saul, <laughs> as Saul makes... Uh, Saul makes an oath with Jonathan, his son, saying, As the Lord lives, David won't be put to death. So he just made like an oath, right, with his son. And I feel like it was a SpongeBob SquarePants moment. It was just like the next day. And it's like all chaos. It's like, I don't know how long it would have been, but war broke out between the Philistines and them. And David sent out, and he dominates, just like I would have. He dominates and slays them. And everyone's cheering like, yeah, whatever. And Saul's angry again. He's like, what the heck? And um, he's like, no, I ain't having any of this. 1 Samuel, verse 19, uh, 1 Samuel 19, verse 9. An evil spirit come unto Saul as he was sitting in his house with a spear, again, in his hand. While David was playing the lyre, Saul tried to pin him to the wall with his spear. But David eluded him as Saul drove the spear into the wall. I like, I like the word eluded. It's like, you know, it's like, um, imagine trying to play hide and seek with David. He'd be the best at it. I'd, I'd get anxious and I wouldn't want to play with him. It's like me, I'm at home. I'm just walking around. I'm, yeah, I'm competitive. I'll be like, oh man, it's dishes. And I just elude them dishes. I just break them ankles on them dishes. <laughs> Seriously though. Um, David's had a, throw, a spear thrown at him three times from what I can read in the Bible. It's a bit weird, but three times is what I think. Um, he's gone on heaps of missions for um, Saul because David wanted him to die in those missions in battle. And he was successful and he's done heaps of stuff for his king. And he's almost died. So he's just not getting it. Like David's just not getting what's going on. Like... He's just trying to be the best son-in-law he can be because he's marrying Saul's daughter, Michael. <laughs> yeah, I, I got it from Josh. He, he told me, so it has to be right. So he's just tolerating this stuff when he doesn't have to and he, it does end up leaving, you know. If you're, like, in a toxic situation, you don't have to, you don't have to be there. Like, see, seek help. And check what you're doing is the right thing because David was doing the right thing, but he was just getting abused and used. So check your surroundings. Hopefully you're not getting a spear thrown at your head. It's old times. It shouldn't be. But, um, yeah, so what you've got to do is you got to let God leave your life, not some yokel. I'm not calling anyone yokels, but, you know, not some yokel who's just trying to get you killed. Too easily... The wrong people influence us, right? Who here has a non-Christian friend? Just, right. I'm not saying non-Christian friends are bad. They're good because, you know, we're going to be a light. We're going to be out there. Disciples make disciples. And, you know, sometimes you can learn stuff that's just out in the world. But, like, you know, it's got to be aimed for, like, God. You use it for God. Um, so ask yourself. Oh, wait, I'll skip the bit. Okay, 
So when you choose God first, when you choose Jesus, you've got to let him control your life. You've got to let him be the leader of your life. Now, if you've got these friends and they have more influence over you and they're controlling you, then it's not for God. And, you know, who has the more influence in that situation? And then it like, kind of snowballs and goes on and on and on to um, what I was saying before, like you put yourself in your own situation and, um, yeah, then who's making the decisions, like God or you or your friends? So, like I was saying before, you can't blame God for the decisions you make when he's not in control or he's not the influence of your life. So, 1 Chronicles 13 says, So Saul died for his... Um, oh, this is... Yeah, scripture. I'll read it properly. Saul died for his breach of faith. He broke a faith with the Lord that he did not keep in the command of the Lord. And also consulted a medium. A medium. It's like a, like a spiritual person. Is that right? Oh, could be. It's not something from God. So seeking guidance. He did not seek guidance from the Lord. Therefore, the Lord put him to death and turned the kingdom over to David. Um, you're not going to get put to death by God in these times because things have changed. Hopefully you're not. I don't know what he's like. Like, yeah, he's changed. He shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> yeah, natural selection. Or your own self. Like, you put yourself in that situation. Get out of that situation if that's what's happening. If someone else has got more influence on you than what God has on yourself or you have on them, through God, have influence on them, then, yeah, ask that you just um, ask yourself with your friends who has more influence. So that's me done.